Welcome to the Friendly City Insider, your inside look at Moose Jaw City Hall. I'm Communications Manager Craig Hemingway, and coming up on this episode, how can you be heard? There are several ways you can provide input and feedback on not only issues that our city council and administration are dealing with, but also on any new initiatives you believe the city should undertake. And we'll speak with our acting city clerk, Tracy Whitkey, who will explain the role of the clerk's office and tell you all the ways you can add your voice to the process. In fact, earlier this week, we saw public engagement in action when council discussed the option of our city receiving two marijuana retail outlets. We put out the call for comments on the matter and received a few dozen emails, plus a handful of residents voiced their opinions in person at the meeting Monday night. We'd love to see more of that. Uh, in the end, council made the decision to continue the process of receiving the retail licenses. And as for what happens next, we're still waiting on direction from the federal and provincial governments. And actually right now, there are a few bylaws that will soon go before council on which you are welcome to provide feedback. And we'll tell you more about those a little later in the show. Another development from Council this week. On Tuesday night, the 2018 budget was given initial approval. A 5.01% property tax increase was approved. What does that mean for your pocketbook? Well, the average home in Moose Jaw has an assessed value of $252,000. And if that is your home, then you pay $1,283.24 annually in property taxes. Now, with that 5.01% tax increase, that property owner would pay an additional $64 a year or $5.35 a month in municipal property taxes. Additionally, water rates are going up 15% and sewer rates 6%. Now those are the main strokes of the budget and we'll delve a little deeper into the budget here on the podcast after final approval is given and the budget will come before council again at the next regular meeting, February 26th and you're certainly welcome to have your say there. Now, as for that public engagement here with the City of Moose Jaw, Tracy Whitkey is the acting city clerk, and if you're wondering what role does the clerk's office play in the operations of the city, we're going to find out. Tracy, thanks for taking some time for us. Well, thanks for having me here to discuss uh, whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a few things which uh, we've alluded to, I guess, already. I guess first, uh, just tell me a bit of your background because you've been in Moose Jaw now for uh, how many years now at City Hall? It will be two years in September. I came from the city of Humboldt. I was in municipal government there for a number of years. Um, started way back in 1994. Took a little bit of time off and then came back to the city of Humboldt and then moved over to the city of Moose Jaw. Well, you know, it, to, to work in uh, you know municipal government is not for everybody, but you seem to have a, a passion for it. What is it about this environment that you like? The dynamics of every day is different, and working with legislation, uh, getting to see what council will be like every four years, and just I enjoy it. It's it's hard to describe. It's just the passion of learning something new. You're always learning in this job. And of course, you, uh, again, acting city clerk. So maybe give us just a quick synopsis of what happens uh, here in the clerk's office. What uh, What is this office responsible for? It's fairly lengthy. It is very lengthy. Um, I think it is important in understanding the role of the city clerk's office. Um, the office of the city clerk is the primary uh, contact regarding city council business. 
So what we do is we gather reports, uh, a lot of times from the request of council. Uh, we put the agendas together. We are the ones that are out there making sure that City Council is well prepared in their decision making. We then do the minutes and the correspondence that goes out with uh, as a result of the resolutions of Council. We also look after bylaws. We ensure the bylaws and we also manage the committees which are advisory in a lot of sense, the quasi-judicial boards, and the running of municipal elections. We are basically the official corporate record keepers of the city and the overseer of freedom of information requests that we have come in for the corporation. There's a lot there, uh, obviously, and I'll maybe uh, touch on uh, what you mentioned in regards to reports and using one example, I guess, would be the recent uh, discussions surrounding the, the marijuana retail outlets. It was the clerk's uh, job to uh, compile that report for council, uh, which included the information uh, that was released from the province in, in, in Saskatchewan Liquor and Gaming, including all that information in that report so that council would have that to read to take into consideration, right? Yes, uh, we also worked with the planning and development um, department in respect to that because it would kind of fall under their jurisdiction. But what we did is a lot of the, um, the voice that came from the community came through the clerk's office. We looked after compiling all that information, ensuring that council received all those um, opinions, which is very important in assisting our council to make decisions that will affect the future of our community. And yes, so we compiled all that and that was our job. Yeah, and I really wanted to focus on that uh, in our discussion this week is the whole idea around community engagement and, and how mm -hmm. citizens can uh, have a say in this process and, and maybe remind them or, or alert them because maybe they didn't know that they have an opportunity uh, to be heard. And, and certainly, you know, the marijuana issue is maybe a bit different in the fact that we did solicit that information. We did advertisements. We put, you know, we put notices out that we want to hear your voice on this issue. But residents don't have to wait for an ad to be heard, do they? No, absolutely not. Obviously, it's important for citizens to, to be heard. They're, they're the taxpayers. They, they should have a voice. And so there, there's that one way of looking at it. But actually, it goes even a little bit deeper, I guess, Tracy. Can you explain kind of the, the bigger picture view of, of why our citizens should be heard? Citizens should be heard because they are really the backbone of a community. And sometimes there is so much out there that we have to deal with administratively that we perhaps in a way forget that we are representing the people of the community. And it's nice to have them hear uh, or for us to hear what they want. And that assists us in our budgets, um, what services we can maybe offer, what we can't offer. Um, for their health and their safety and overall good government it's that is the backbone of our communities and it's all laid out in the cities act and we do our best to our ability of just providing that information um, and here having the feedback we really do need feedback because th that's our way democracy should be run 
Yeah, and, and of course, there'll be varying opinions, and you're going to have people uh, against a certain issue and, and for an, an issue, and then, of course, it will go to council to make those decisions, and not everybody will be happy, but, but the best we can do, again, is to make sure people are heard. That will give council the best information they have combined with all the reports that they're given as well. They want to be able to balance all this information uh, and the more information they have via those reports, via community feedback, the better chance they'll make the best decisions. Absolutely. You are not always going to get everyone to agree on a topic. There will always be the negative and the positive and it's finding a balance in between the two. That is just government. That's government. Well put. Uh, we'll have a bit more with Tracy in a moment, but I did want to mention a few bylaws that will soon go before council on which you can have a say. Those new bylaws include a development levy bylaw, which would change the rate the city charges uh, new business. Uh, that money is used to recover costs uh, for the city providing or upgrading services or facilities associated with that new proposed development. Uh, another bylaw will speak to regulations surrounding parking vehicles on front yards in the city. And thirdly, uh, a bylaw pertaining to outdoor storage. It would give new regulations surrounding permitting and the use of shipping containers in all zoning districts. All of those bylaws will be considered by council at the next meeting, February 26th. And if you want to read more about them, you can find details in the announcement section at moosejaw.ca. And if you want to make comments to be heard by council, you need to get that correspondence to the clerk's office by 10 a.m. on the 26th. And for more on the process of providing feedback via the clerk's office, let's go back to Acting City Clerk Tracy Whitkey. And Tracy, uh, there are several ways for you as a citizen to reach out and provide input, correct? Absolutely. There's actually several ways that you can be heard. Um, we encourage you to call, uh, fax, send us an email to the clerk's office. We will forward it to the appropriate department or to the mayor, the council, however it would fit into the steps that we have or the processes that we have. Uh, sometimes we have to uh, find back information to see what has been done in the past to be able to move forward in the future. So we have those steps as well. Um, we also have how you, the city's website, obviously, that you can contact your city council members. All their emails are directly on there, and you are welcome to use those. We also have where you can come and speak to council on the night of council meetings. Again, I know we refer you to the city's website where the schedules are posted of the times of council meetings. And we also have committees that you can sit on to their advisory committees and you can be a part of these committees uh, either directing your concerns to, through those committees or being a member of the committee we do have appointments that we make a call out uh, every year at various times depends what committee is being available yeah and these committees of course uh, they're really like one it's it's almost a pathway to, to being a council member. There are council representatives on those committees and uh, oftentimes um, bylaws that come into effect in the city, that's, that's where they will start is with these committees, right? Absolutely. For example, uh, now that we went through the cannabis hearings or pu public input, 
we are now just currently in the moment where we are stalled waiting to see what the next steps will be. And that's a lot of the legislation that has to still come from the province or from the federal government. And once we will consider the input that we receive from the public, and we may have to alter our smoking bylaw, depending on the legislation that's handed down from the higher ups. So that uh, information that we receive from the public regarding cannabis will be taken into consideration. I can't say all of it will be taken into consideration, but it will be heard and it will be uh, revaluated or evaluated, pardon me, and we'll take it from there. And of course, and you alluded to it already, uh, regular council meetings and people can find out the schedule of council meetings by going to moosejaw.ca and right at the, the top, along the top bar, it says city council. Under there, you'll find out not only the, the, the schedule, but also the agendas. We make those agendas public so you can see what will be happening at the next council meeting. And then if you want to come and say your piece, we encourage people can come to council meetings. It's open to the public. Yes, we always encourage citizens to come to council meetings. Like you mentioned, the uh, schedule is on our website along with the agenda. Packages are posted, so they are available to the public for review. Um, if you, The only thing I do need to stress is that if you wish to speak to council, please contact the city clerk's office. We do have some protocols that we have in place just to ensure that our meetings run smoothly. And we are more than happy to assist and give out the information and to make it a wonderful experience for the citizen that would, would like to speak to council. We also do have the live streaming. If you are not available to make it down to City Council, we do have it on the live streaming. And I do believe Shaw Cable 10 uh, does have it as well. Our thanks to Acting City Clerk Tracy Whitkey. And that about does it for the Friendly City Insider this week. But before we go, a reminder that Family Day is coming up on Monday, February 19th. And City Hall will be closed uh, and there is no transit service. However, there is waste and recycling collection as per the regular schedule. The landfill is open and there is lots of skating and swimming fun to be had Monday and all week, in fact, at the Kinsman Sportsplex and at Yara Center. Monday is RBC Family Fun Day. And for full details on all of those schedules for city services on Family Day and Family Week, check out the homepage, moosejaw.ca. Thanks for listening to the Friendly City Insider. Remember, you can get the show through iTunes or on Android with your favorite podcatcher. I'm Craig Hemingway. Thanks for listening.